You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And welcome back, y'all. I am so excited because today I have a fellow Chicagoan chatting with me today, my new friend, Maggie. And you see, she's really excited because the pre-show, we were really chatting. So I know this is going to be a good episode when we chat for like 10 minutes just about marketing. So today we're going to be chatting all about brand strategy because it is something that I think is not talked about enough and it can be kind of confusing to really understand branding in general. So hi, Maggie. Thank you so much for hi, joining the podcast. I'm, I'm, okay. Like our faces and we both figured out we were in Chicago, like was, was like the most beautiful start. So thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited to, to be of service to anyone listening. Yes. Well, could you let us know a little bit more about yourself and your background? How did you get started with your business? Sure. So um, I, I've been in the communications field for like over 20. I'm 50 years old. So I've been in communications for a long time. And it's, you know, you start, you start in marketing and you're, you're making the campaigns and getting the influencers together and knowledgeable about your product. And then I worked for a, cor- for a company that was going through a rebrand and I was like, oh, because a brand strategy, like, you know, there's a reason why some brands are distinct and irresistible and some of them kind of miss the mark. And when you've been in marketing, like you and your listeners have, you kind of come to recognize the ways that some brands reach you and some just mix them, miss the mark. And um, if you're ready to build connections, like the brands you admire, I think I think you need a brand strategy because it's that 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 top layer that drives and directs everything so it's all pulling in the same direction. Oh, I love that. I love that. And you said you've been in marketing for how many years? Over 20. <laughs> Over tw- 25? I don't so- know. <laughs> So you're a marketing expert. So you've seen all the changes, all the things that, you know, have evolved. And I think that we're in a really great place, especially with digital marketing and online businesses, that the the future is so bright. What are your thoughts about like the future of marketing? And what do you think like that we should be focused on like moving forward? I have watched, thank you so much for that question. That's a fantastic question. I have watched the the, the playing field become more even, right? It's still not even. We don't have enough women of color um, in front of cameras and making money and being paid for their content and their ideas. We still have a long way to go. So the playing field is not equal. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that like in a, in a situation where everybody can be on Instagram and have that platform available to them, I think a brand strategy is like the thing, I mean, everybody knows that you have to have a social media strategy. You don't have to be on Instagram. You don't have my, my, my client who makes them more money than a lot of my clients. She just has a newsletter. So, right. You just have to pick your thing and go with it. But the, the thing that, that helps you direct all of that is, is a brand strategy. And it's like the forest through the trees. It's the answer to what am I going to post today? 
It's um, it's the thing that connects people to you because you're you have a consistent voice and a consistent message and they understand who you are and where you are in your industry. So I think I think I mean, maybe it's you know, that expression like um, when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Maybe my problem, maybe I have a problem because like my tool is brand strategies. Right. So I think there's I think that's the solution to everything. But um, in terms of where we're headed. I don't think it's fair or right that people pay fifty to eighty thousand dollars for a brand strategy when all it is is what we know about how human attention works. So I really want people to know it is not rocket science. Information is power, and it is your information to have. Oh, mic drop! And that's why I'm excited to talk about brand strategy and how it can help your business. Now we were talking in the pre-show, and you said. There's a six-step method that everybody should know about brand strategy. Let's dive into brand strategy and what it really is and how we can help the listeners here today. So I hope you all are taking notes. You know, I always bring on the professionals, the experts that drop gems. So this is about to be a gym drop session. Go. I, ho- I hope so. Really, Michelle, all I want to do is just share what's what what is everybody in business? I mean, it's not okay. Wow, I have like verbal diarrhea. I have so much to say. I'm so sorry. Okay, let me get it together. Give me a second. Okay, the brand building process is the same, no matter this the industry that your listeners are in or how big their organization is, because the branding process is designed around how human brains work. So what drives folks to take action? How does human attention work? Same brains, same process. Same brains, same process. So human brains naturally want connection. And acting human as your brand will help you form those relationships better. So human brains, everybody listening, you are hardwired to connect and to relate and having a deeply human brand voice will make it easier for people to love your brand. It will make it more relatable, make it more recognizable. So all you're doing in a brand strategy is answering six questions that will help you connect with the people that you want to be in connection with so that they don't scroll past your content because they don't feel seen. Wow. You want me to stop? No, I'm just saying, wow. So whether you're struggling with social media or marketing or content creation or anything related to marketing, I urge you to just Google what is a brand strategy, answer those questions, and that will give you so much direction to overcome those challenges and achieve your goals. The first question that I recommend people ask is, how do you say I see you? to the people that you want to be serving or in connection with. Because if you don't say, I see you, if you don't pull out a chair for them at your table and get them a glass of water, they're gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. That is powerful. And... Having pulling up a chair, you know, I say the human, the human part all the time to my clients. So, hi, clients that you're listening, mm-hmm. and I've said this, or you've gotten on a call with me, 
humanizing your brand. It's different in 2023. Maybe in 1995, you didn't care about who was the founder behind the brand, but in 2023, they probably care. If you have a really great cause to what you do, say it's sustainability. And one of my clients, she has a sustainable brand. They sustainable business. They are makers. So they physically make their products. They have eco-friendly packaging. She's dedicated to making a change on this earth, right? Through sustainability, through recycling, through saving. Like we don't have to be so wasteful. And so that's the heart, you know, of one of her missions, right? One of her, like why I'm doing this. But when we put that out, right? And we say, this is a sustainable brand. We stand behind this 100%. We're sending emails. We're putting it on social media. That's that's like strategizing, the putting the brand to position as a brand that's a sustainable brand so that we can get the attention of the customer who would love this. But not yeah. only that, there's a founder behind this. And even if they don't show up all the time, if they are recognizable and noticeable and they have a story and they've told it and people know them, I more likely would buy from that brand if I saw it at Target and I knew the founder versus just some random brand That's I've right. never seen. That's right. Because of because human brains were we are hardwired to to be con- to want to connect with brands that we feel in simpat we feel simpatico with like i mean if you walk into a room i don't know about you but if i walk into a room i want to get a sense of of like is that person for me is that person not for me people have the same desire and instinct when it comes when it comes to brands to are you for me so your client so lucky to be working with you by the way um, your client is connecting to people's, the human need that they have and feel to be good to the earth while they're being good to themselves. And that human need that she, that they're addressing in their work is part of a, figuring that out as part of a brand strategy. But now that she's figured it out, like that goes everywhere. And once you figure that out, you have more to utilize in your marketing, in your copywriting, right? But I'm That's so right. glad we're talking about this because I, I think that most people don't start with brand strategy and they just try to market something, but there's no sh- brand strategy messaging behind that. And so this yeah. is why I'm so thankful that we're chatting about this today. I I named my company Be Understood Branding because I have never worked with somebody who is like the only person in their industry doing the thing they do. Everybody's going to have a unique approach, slightly different. You know, I'm. It, there are 22, speaking of Chicago, there are 22 brand strategy firms in Chicago alone. So I am not unique or special in that I do what I do, but I do what I do in a particular way. And that that uniqueness is discovered and you would figure out how to talk about that and how to convey the impact of that via a brand strategy. So until you do that, you might, you know, your listeners might feel kind of all over the place or they don't know how to talk about what they do. And the secret, the secret is you don't talk about yourself. You talk about them you have, you understand them. And then from there 
you know the difference, Michelle, when you're talking about your clients, I see you light up because you understand how they, you help them communicate. Yeah. I love marketing. Like, I don't know if y'all know, obviously social media decoded market. It lights me up because you can reach so many people with, with free tools, free. And so many people focus on Instagram. Let's talk about this Instagram and brand strategy right. because Instagram is only a part of your marketing. It's not like the thing that's going to save your business. If you're struggling or if you're not getting clients Instagram is a really interesting place. And if you haven't already been building, like you have to build a community. Instagram is like really community focused, really they want. And again, founders have Instagram pages. And I, I, I think if the founder is showcasing somewhat of their life and sharing, I would still rather buy that brain because it's like, oh, wow. She went through, you know, it was so inspiring. Like this happened to, she went on this TV show and they turned her down. Like the the Shark Tank episode with the lip bar. Now they denied them on the show. And then now they're in Target and everywhere and everywhere. I love that. And I'm like, I would rather buy the <laughs> lipstick from them, right? But they told that story. Yeah. So let's talk about Instagram and brand strategy. What are two to three okay. things that, entrepreneurs listening right now should do when creating or implementing a, a general brand strategy, but talk about Instagram in that as well. My feeling is that Instagram can be part of your marketing strategy or it could not be part of your marketing strategy. And the way you figure that out is you find where your people are at. So if your people are on LinkedIn then go be on LinkedIn. If your people are on Instagram, go be on Instagram. If your people are on threads, go be on threads. However, the goal, and I don't, I mean, the goal is always to, I mean, those, those apps, you're at their mercy. They could literally shut you down tomorrow if they wanted to. So the goal is always to connect personally. And I do that by um, asking people to be on my mailing list so that I can, you know, so I can get their email. Like I always want someone's email, not so that I can abuse them and send them 20,000 emails, but so that I can like have a connection with them outside of whatever a platform decides to do. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm all for being, being on multiple platforms. My actual approach is multi-channel marketing and it may sound like giving you anxiety, but listen, just hear me out. If you are just on Instagram, you're losing out because you're just on Instagram. And we see that Instagram can glitch, go down, whatever. And so you're only depending on that. And that is your only source of income. That can be really stressful if that goes down and you don't have an email list. So it doesn't have to be like you are Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all these places. But you could be because short form video is really king right now. And you could create one video and put that on all the platforms out I have a video about that on my Instagram. So go check it out on my Instagram. And it doesn't have to be stressful. You could have a podcast, an email list, be on Instagram, utilize Facebook. Because don't think that Facebook isn't a really great place to be on to market your business. It's actually an excellent place. The number one place, actually, I'm more profitable off Facebook than Instagram. So figure out your marketing mix is what I like to say. Um, and what you should focus on. So that that is my thoughts. I think that you should have a multi-channel approach and that it shouldn't be you focusing on one platform because that platform could go away. So you're yeah. you're right. Yeah. 
And the nice thing, I, it's really developed over the way that marketing has developed over time. The way that I've seen it is that there, you can, like you said, Michelle, you can make content in one place and put it everywhere. Like, um, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, I used to put things on YouTube and it didn't really do anything, but as long as I'm making video, like why not put it on YouTube? So the thing that people come to me complaining about social media, I'm sure they complain about it to you too. Um, is like, I don't want to talk about myself. And I have like really good news, which is you don't have to talk about yourself. Like, so, you know, like being who you are is your superpower as a small brand. So like, if you are not, you know, being completely yourself, like you're like Wonder Woman without her lasso of truth. So like, I do recommend being completely yourself, but you don't have to talk about yourself. You can talk about what you're into and, and ask questions of people and highlight a client or like, it doesn't, people think like, oh, I, I, because of what they've seen in marketing, right? Like, you know, I have to sit in front of a camera like Kim Kardashian, like, no, you don't, you can do whatever you want. Be, be fully, the branding best practice is to be fully and completely yourself. And in order to be that, you have to be comfortable. And a lot for, particularly for women, you know, men seem to have no problem talking about themselves, but sometimes for women, it's very challenging. And I want to tell you, you can be out there and it's actually a best practice to not necessarily talk about yourself other than like, you know, a personal story, a personal moment. Those are going to be connecting um, conversations, but you know, you don't have to have a diatribe on uh, this, that, or the other. I love that. I love that. I think that Instagram is you, your people may or may not be there. And like you said, you don't have to be everywhere. So this brand strategy, we can talk about this all day, every day, but I'm just loving this conversation. I'm loving the gems that you're providing. So if you're loving this episode, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let me know, what do you think about this episode? What do you think about brand strategy? How are you feeling about your brand, your message? And I want to talk about really quick some things that we shouldn't be doing when it comes to brand strategy. Are there things that we should avoid? Let's talk about that really quick. Mm, mm. So you kind of have three options when it comes to a brand strategy. One, like just Google brand strategy and like, you know, like download a $27 like guide to it. Or you could be like a billionaire and hire like a company that's going to serve you like mini muffins in meetings. Or you can find somebody like me and there's lots of other people like me who are going to like guide you through the process. So I really want people to like understand the process. And it's just six things. It's what your personality is, what your brand personality is, what are the human needs your work addresses and how, what are your brand values? That's just the first part. The second and most more important part is where do your values show up for the people you serve? Like you could be the only marketing podcast woman who wears purple headphones that look cool AF, but what impact does that have on the people that you want to serve? Like maybe not a lot of impact. So we need, we need to figure out the things that matter to the people you serve. Then we need to know like why you need to know the answer to the question. Why you, as opposed to somebody else, then we need to understand your ideal client, not what, you know, car do they drive? What coffee do they drink? I mean, what keeps them up at night? Like, what does their day look like? Where do they feel like they're falling short? And then we do not abuse them with that information we pull out a chair for them and get them a glass of water and we figure out how to do that. And then the last piece is the hardest piece um, for me as a professional. And that is figuring out your brand positioning. 
So what the brand positioning is, is like the difference between Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. It's like, where do you play in your industry? How can you sum that up in a couple sentences? So that's what, that's all it is. That's how people can get started is just answering those six questions. And if they want to assist, you know, just reach out. Gems dropped. I hope you all were taking notes because that, that, that's six steps, six steps that you can take. And it's not hard. It doesn't have to be hard. That's it. No, I think we make this hard. We overthink it. What do you think about overthinking? There's a lot of overthinking going on. There are no tricks. There's really no tricks. It's just a process and it's a simple, understandable process at that. And, you know, I just want people to, I want people to be be able to, I want people to answer those questions so that they connect. I I talk to so many people that are so good at what they do and they're not so good yet at talking about what they do. And all they need is a little bridge. And that's the beautiful thing about a brand strategy. And when you're good at talking about what you do, then you could be great at marketing it because it'll all make sense and people will yes. buy. They that's will right. buy, but you got to market yeah. and you have to learn sales, it's, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother call. That's a whole nother podcast episode. So I hired someone, I hired Michelle, I hired someone to help me. I, I learned, I took a course on consent based sales and it totally changed things. So like in terms of mistakes that I've made, um, I, I thought brand strategy was expensive. It's not expensive. I thought, I thought branding was marketing. No, it's not, you know, branding is your strategy. Marketing is your execution of that strategy. Um, and then like, you know, figuring out how to have a calm, confident sales call is really, you're absolutely right. Like it is so important. So important. So important. Thank you for sharing those amazing tips. Again, more gems dropped on the social media decoded podcast. Now this this part of the podcast is one of my favorites. I want to know about any books or resources that have helped you along your entrepreneur journey that you would like to share with the listeners here today. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. So there is, I have read, <laughs> I have read, I'm a librarian's daughter. So I think I'm like, you know, it's just in my blood, right. To like read and learn. And that's how I, all of the books that I've read about brand strategy, they base, that's how I figured out that like, it's not rocket science. Everybody says the same thing. Um, so the, the book that was been was most helpful to me, but it really took me a long time to like digest because it's a very technical book um, is called star brands. Um, and you can get it, you know, anywhere. Um, and it really walks you through the process. It's not a real user friendly book, but it does like, it is, that is the closest to the process that I follow in my program. Ooh, thanks for sharing that amazing book. We definitely love all the resources that our amazing experts share here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. We have Libby and also Audible. So make sure you all check that out. But Maggie, this has been like a really amazing episode. You dropped like so many gems that we got to go pick them all back up. And now our branding is going to be on point today because you can go back and listen to this episode again. Make sure you write everything down. It's only it's six steps and go for it. Okay. I'm guaranteeing you that if you follow those steps, you will have better branding and then you'll be able to convey your message better. So thank you so much for all of that. But before we head out, can you please let the listeners know where can we find you? How can we get in touch with you and what you have going on in your world? Thank you so much for having me again, Michelle. It's just been an absolute pleasure and honor spending time with you and your listeners. And um, I'm online at, I have two two places that you, I can be useful to people um, to start. One is I am on Instagram. That is my big channel and it's be understood branding, be understood branding. 
And then um, I have a, I got really frustrated with people's lack of like understanding their ideal clients. So I built a little tool that's available at my website. Um, uh, it's maggiebergen.com and then slash ideal client. So it's a guide to how to pull that chair out for people and get them a glass of water. Love that. Oh, check out that guide. It sounds so good. Thank you so much, Maggie, again, for sharing all the amazing gems. Thank you so much to the listeners. Make sure if you love this podcast episode to leave us a rating and review. Every rating and review helps us to get heard by more listeners just like you. And make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. You know, we post three times a week and I can't wait to talk to you all in the next one. See y'all soon. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.